everyone. This is Tim of the Online Big Blue bringing you the best of New York Jets Sports Talk Entertainment. It's the Monday after the win, after the defeat of the Houston Texans, 24-16. The New York Giants rocketing towards the playoffs. Um, you know, at this point in time, at 7-2, and two, it's going to be difficult not to make the playoffs, depending on how the wild card is breaking right now. With the Cowboy loss, things get a little bit more interesting. Um, but let's talk about the New York football Giants. At the game yesterday, of course, um, hanging out in the coaches club once one more time with the Irish Rover. Irish, uh, I've I've been doing this all season long. I've been taking subscribers to the game with me. Uh, Irish Rover was the latest in the uh, the line of subscribers who requested to, or asked um, if they could come with me. And of course, uh, if I have an open ticket, I, I say yes. So we have uh, uh, we have another subscriber going on this Sunday coming up against the Detroit Lions. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We had a good time. We had a great time. I'm glad I'm going to be able to continue to do this throughout the rest of the season. We do have a stream today at 4 p.m. with a major channel announcement coming up. So make sure that you're there. You know, this is this is this is just how the Giants have won all year long. They won ugly. You know, it, this, this, was not, this was not a fun game <laughs> at times to watch. This was not a fun game at times to be at. It may be different when you're watching it on television, but there were a lot of ups and downs for this team, and the Giants honestly should have handled the Texans a lot. Uh, I mean, they, they should have handled the Texans. They really should have. It should The score should not have been this close. Thank God David Mills can't throw. Because David Mills missed so many wide open, I mean, wide open guys that it was, it was getting scary at one point and they probably should have had 14 additional points, but it was their own stupidity uh, and their own penalties, which caused them to, um, you know, to implode. And thank God that, you know, thank God that's what, you know, that's what this has been the giant season and thank God for that. And, and I'm appreciative of that because we're seven and two. But to sit here, you know, and I'm not going to say who it was, but a subscriber uh, texted me from uh, when I was at the game. I'm not going to say who it was because I, I didn't ask if I could say who it was. Uh, maybe I'll say it on the stream. If they, I'll probably talk to them later today. Uh, they texted me from when I was at the game, and they said, you know what? This is literally like watching two sub-500 teams. And, you know, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't disagree with him. But like I said, it's a win. <laughs> so you can't disagree with a win. I mean, Saquon Barkley, for anyone that has any doubts about Saquon Barkley, about, about his potential, about his health, about his ability, uh, about what he means to this team, you haven't been watching this team for the last nine weeks. We go as Saquon Barkley goes. We run as Saquon Barkley runs. That, I mean, that, that just sums it up. Saquon Barkley, not, and, and it was one of those things, I even said it to the Rover at the game, you, you're going to come out and run. And you're going to come out and run till they say you can stop the run, till the Texans stop the run. And that's what I would continuously do. I would run, run, run until the Texans proved that they could shut it down. And they couldn't shut it down. And, and that's what I think is one of the most interesting aspects of this game. The defense stepped up when they needed to. I mean, trust me, they they got bailed out by Texans penalties quite quite extensively, the defense did. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you until the defense had a wonderful game because they got gashed in the run again. It, but it's just one of those – and I'm not saying it's a magical season yet, but it's one of those seasons that when things go horribly wrong, you still win. And that's what the Giants are doing right now. 
And that's why, like I said, I've said this since day one. I'm just going to enjoy the season. I'm just going to enjoy it. And whatever happens, happens. But I'm also going to sit there and I'm also going to take some of it with a grain of salt because Daniel Jones had his one good drive in the beginning of the game and then kind of went into the tank. Yeah, Darius Slayton bailed him out on that. He threw that ball off his back foot. Darius was lucky to get to it and he was lucky that he got around the defender. And you know what? Sometimes those breaks happen to you. Dan Dugans, who was a beat writer for the Giants, actually posted something interesting when he was, I guess there was an interesting note from Daniel Jones. And I, and I find this weird because I see it on Twitter. And it makes my head implode a little bit because they're like, well, all quarterbacks, this happens to all quarterbacks. And it doesn't. He basically said, with the Giants running a lot of no huddle today, offensive coordinator Mike Kafka was making checks through the headset when Daniel Jones was at the line. That happens when you have a rookie quarterback. That doesn't happen when you have a four-year, a fourth-year quarterback. It's a those that you you make the checks and line adjustments and shifts and oversee the defense for a rookie, not a not your not your fourth-year quarterback guys. And I love it because people, Daniel Jones was near perfect. He only threw the ball seventeen times, and fifty-five of those yards came on a busted play. He did, and again, Daniel Jones did his job. And I've said this a million times. I, I I give praise where praise is due. I give I give credit where credit was due. And I and I and I you know and when it, the opposite is the same, I do the same as well. But he is part of this machine, and he is part of you know what it is? it should be Saquon Barkley and all others, because that's the way this offense is built. You run you ran basically Saquon Barkley into the ground. The telling sign for me for the Giants' offense was interesting when when the Giants got the ball. When they got that one turnover and they got a turnover towards the end zone, they ran the ball three straight times. Why not take advantage and attack the defense that you attack a defense that you should be much better than offensively? And I don't want to hear about the lack of weapons. I don't want to hear about all that crap. But like I said, you, you can only beat the teams that are on your schedule. And I've said that a hundred times. I'm going to say that a thousand times. But I also think sometimes reality needs to, to sink in for some because, and like I said, the, the text message was the best message I saw when they, when, like I said, the text message said, this is like watching two five sub, sub 500 teams. And honestly, it is. And that's why I think that Kafka and Dable, they, they understand, you know what's funny? I think they understand this. I, I think they get it quite extensively. Because uh, Dable even came out and said, hey, listen, you know, you know, we're only looking at what's ahead of us. We're doing that. He always says, and that's why, this is why I have the Madden crush on Dable. He always says the right things. He's always saying the right stuff. And he continues to say the right things over and over again about how they're playing the opponents they have. And they can only play what's in front of them. And they're looking forward, not behind. And, and the team is buying into it. But, you know, there, there was some people even in the stands that were saying, you know, our team is starting to celebrate a little bit. On plays that, <laughs> good example, Darney Holmes got burned in the end zone. This was, I think, believe in the third quarter. He got burned in the end zone, and Mills missed the guy. Why? Guy was guy had at least two and a half steps on Holmes, and, and he Mills just missed. And then, and it was lucky he didn't get a penalty. But Holmes gets in the guy's face and starts talking. Starts talking trash. I'm like, dude, you got burned. The quarterback couldn't get him the ball. <laughs> You know, in my day, you didn't talk trash unless you did something to talk trash about. All I'm saying is you, you got to take with what happened with a grain of salt. This was the Texans. 
It was an ugly game to be at. It was an ugly game to watch. It was a game that was a lot closer than it should have been, and we are lucky that the Texans didn't have 14 more points. I want to see us against – and like I said, I, I 100% agree. You can only play the teams that are ahead of you. You, you don't make the schedule. You can only – and a win is a win, and I'm always happy about a win because you know what? I've been with Giant fans since 1976. I've gone to all the games. I've gone to most of the games this season uh, except when I was sick. But you know what? It's a victory. It's Victory Monday. And that's the way – that's the – you know what? But Victory Monday is over. I mean, I, I, I think we've said it a million times. It was great, huh? Your fastball's up. Your curveball's hanging. I'm sure they would have ripped you. Can't you even let me enjoy the moment? The moment's over. The moment's over. It's time now. Focus on the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions with that big win over the Bears. Uh, a surprising win over the Bears at that. Um, so you know what? We're going to move on from there. I want to talk about Kenny. I want to talk about the smooth sounds of Kenny G for a minute. And I was going to play a sound effect. Maliqua. There we go. Bringing you the smooth sounds of Kenny G. Seventy-two million. Not worth it, as you can plainly see. I'm beginning to think the Kenny G aspect is now just mental. And because of a of a guy that has so the guy that I mean, he has talent. Kenny G has proven that he has talent in this league. Now, you will some people will sit there and say, "Well, he had two drops." No, he he only had one drop. The other drop was off his fingertips. It was not a good throw. Um, even the announcers, like I said, it's fun because um, uh, you get to hear Bob Papa and Carl Banks talk about it during the game. Um, cause you know, they, they play, they pipe in the radio as w- the radio broadcast in the game. So, um, when you're in the coaches club, you can hear it. Uh, even they pointed out that was not, ki- that was not his fault. Um, and I'm getting to think the aspect now is again, just mental that it really is that he's just having, I always go back to the old Mets catcher, Mackie Sasser. Mackie Sasser had an issue throwing the ball back to the pitcher. He, he did like a double pump. And he went through a season where he kind of got away from doing it, but he always had this double pump before he threw the ball. And as he progressed throughout his Met career, that double pump turned into a triple pump. That triple pump turned into a quadruple pump. And it was weird because, you know, people could steal bases on him because he would pump it one, two, three, four times, then throw it back to the, the catcher. And that was a mental block he was having. That was a mental issue he was having in reference to getting the ball back to the catcher. I think Kenny G right now is just have that things just go so bad and have gone so poorly for him this season that he just he's waiting for something bad to happen. I always use the analogy of Shane Falco, you know, and that Rose Bowl disaster, whatever game or that uh, Cotton Bowl, Sugar Bowl disaster from the replacements. You know, you have one thing go wrong, then another, then another, then another, and the next thing you know, you're like playing in quicksand. And I think that's where Kenny G is at right now. I don't think there. I don't know if there's a uh, a way to get around that for him. I don't know if there's a way to get him back from that. Um, but I really just think that's what it is, that it's it's becoming just a mental block um, because of the fact that he's he's probably caught the ball, you know, every day of his life since like Pop Warner. And now he's just, um, you know, he he's just got this mental issue, mental block, and he's got to get over it. And honestly, like I said, you're, you're not going to cut him. You're not going to move away from him. Uh, you, you really can't. But it's one of those things that he's got to he the team has got to figure a way to get him out of it. The team has got to figure a way to move him forward. Um, the team has got to figure a way for that. He could help this organization right now because we're going to need him in the long run. 
Uh, don't forget today we have a stream at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Major, major channel announcement coming up at 4 p.m. Monday Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. So I hope everyone can tune in and make it. I also want to thank the Irish Rover for coming out yesterday. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue. bringing you the best in New York Giant Sports Talk Entertainment. And as always, if you could like, if you subscribe, if you could ring that bell, if you could amuse, that'd be awesome.